I love that we're talking about this with you literally fresh out of watching this video. Like uh, I watched it earlier today, but you yeah. literally just finished watching it. Yes. Okay. So I wasn't sure I was going to watch it, to be honest, because I had read the like articles about it. I had like seen whatever, like clips of it and whatever. Um, but then when we were like, okay, you know what? This is a good thing to actually talk about. Um, I'm glad that I watched it because I think that I have so much more to say after watching it than I did before. And I just have like more thoughts about it in general. Hi friends, my name is Nadine. And my name is Thadini. And welcome to You Know What I Mean. So what the hell are we even talking about, first of all? Because we dove right in. So Olivia Jade is this 20, 21. I don't know how old she is. Um, she's like this YouTube influencer slash I don't know whatever else her resume holds. But um, her parents, I don't even know her dad. Do you? No, I don't think her dad. I think her, her – I don't think her dad is famous. It's her mom that's famous. He's Lori a designer. Lachlan. He's a designer. Oh, I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is either. Anyways, her mom is an actress. She was on Full House as Aunt Becky. I know her from 90210, the freaking reboot, (laughs) because I have bad taste in TV. Um, And she's the mom in that as well. Or not as well, but she's the mom in that. And the scandal basically was that they paid for Olivia Jade and her sister, who I don't know her name, um, to get into UC California, Santa Barbara. Yeah. Um, And they basically paid something like $500,000 and they had this college counselor who falsified all of this information about her and her sister. Um, And she basically got in like through these false whatever. Like she, it was like a fraud. She got in through fraud. Yeah, Um, they basically said that she was on the rowing team. Yeah, they did a bunch of random stuff. Yeah, it was really sketchy. And this college counselor that they went through, apparently a bunch of people have gone through him, like a bunch of celebrities, and they all know that he's like, like, I think it's like common knowledge that it's like the way that he gets you in is like a little nefarious, but that's just how, like, everyone's like, oh, well, that's just what everyone does. So like, that's just what we're going to do. And we're going to pay this person thousands, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And my child is going to get into this university. That's crazy to think that someone has that much disposable income. Like, it's not even like how much your net worth is. It's like how much money you have to throw. And how much money you're willing to throw at a problem. Like, it's it's like, this isn't to like, whatever. But like, uh, if my parents ever did that, like, I would be like, you don't believe in me. Like, you don't believe that I would just get in on my own merit. Like, but I think that's – but you were raised so much differently than they were. And, like, your level of consciousness and awareness to something like this is, like, <laughs> so exponentially different. But, like, yeah, we will get involved. Yeah, exactly. So long story short, they basically got caught. Everybody that went through this um, college counselor got caught. And then they had to – they, like, launched this full investigation. Um and everybody was charged and he was 
super guilty, the college counselor. And then now Olivia Jade, both of her parents, um, the actress, Lori Laughlin, is mm-hmm. that how you say her name? Last name. Um, and this designer who like, <laughs> who we don't know, <laughs> um, are in jail. And so she has to serve, I think two months and then he has to serve five months. Um, and they have to pay a fine and do community service and all this stuff. Yeah. So that happened, I want to say almost a year ago now. It happened last year. Last year. Like decades away right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that happened how whenever it happened. Um, and I guess there was all of like it was all very much ongoing and like they're only in prison now. So I think now is when I guess they're allowed to talk about it. And so Olivia Jade went on the red table talk. What is it called? The red table. The red table talk. The red table talk. Okay. Um, and she was like, I'm here to talk about my experiences. Um, I think, sorry, before you go into it, uh, you were saying how like now she's allowed to talk about it. I think it's also one, yes, because she mentioned that like due to the legal reasons, she wasn't able to talk about it before, but now she's able to talk about it. I do think that it's interesting that she's come on this show um, given that her mom, her two month sentence is due to end, I think like close to Christmas. Oh, so, it's due to end. I thought, I thought she just went in now, but no. Maybe, so it's no. like about to end. So I think that she, I mean, like, I'll give you my thoughts. Yes, please. Well, we will, we will, we're going to talk about this, but I think that part of this redemption tour is almost like uh, an appetizer for lack of a better word for the rest of her family. Yes. So, I mean, that being said, I think that's a great segue into it, into what I thought while watching it. So the first thing that I thought while watching it is like, wow, great PR. Like, yes, someone, I thought that too. someone fabricated, yeah. like fabricated. And like, you could tell there were like certain things that she said over and over and over again. I'm like, somebody gave you a goddamn script. Yep. She got media training. Thousand percent. She got media training. Yep. percent. Like someone literally gave you like a teleprompter essentially. And you yep. were like, that's there if I need it, but I'm going to like talk to these people around me. Like, so that was like the first thing I was like, this is some great PR crisis PR yeah crisis management PR that like yeah you have employed again because you are just so rich and able to do so um and so like first things first let's just get that off the table because I think that a lot of it was try. it was like her really trying to frame this as being genuine and I'm like I'm not going to discredit that it is genuine like I'm not going to sit here and be like you don't mean anything you say mm-hmm. but let's just call a spade a spade like this is great PR <laughs> this is like, well 100% PR. but that's I also think that like okay what was your opinion on her before she walked in and what was your opinion on her by the end of the interview I didn't really have an opinion on her before I um for like before anything like before this whole scandal happened I didn't know who she was then when the scandal happened I was like oh it's this person's daughter um, I was kind of like, I'm not surprised. And then at the end of it, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, I'm not surprised that your next logical step is this. I think everybody, if they were actively keeping up with it to this day, this is the next move everybody would have expected that she, not that she come out on this specific talk show, but that she come out on a very publicized talk show and be like, 
yes, I have learned what privilege is now. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Which is literally what she did. Yeah. So well, what, what were your thoughts of her before slash during slash after? When the scandal broke, I didn't have any like I, I didn't have any specific feelings about it. Obviously, it's awful. And for two people like you and I who who work who worked really hard to get into school and yeah. obviously our parents didn't pay our way through. Like I think the thing that really uh was impactful was knowing that she got into college instead of somebody else who who worked harder than she did and and didn't come from a privileged background like went in at the expense of somebody else of course I think that was the thing that like really out of everything was that stuck out to me in terms of like the scandal her going in I was really taken with what Gammy said the mom how she was talking about uh you know it's ironic that she's using three black women to lead her redemption tour and now she's looking for the support from us but when we look for support from them it's never there and so I went in almost with like my guard up ready to get defensive Mm -hmm. um but you're right like she had an amazing PR team who like really really trained her so by the end of it I I felt I think what was most ironic part of what Gammy was saying was that like I found that this show and the three of them really humanized her which I thought was so ironic because as three Black women, they're constantly having to remind people that their lives matter. Yet here they are able to humanize a white girl with with endless privilege. Well, I think, I mean, I have like so many thoughts. So like, yes, tell me. the first thing that I read was what Adrienne Gammy said. Yep. Um, and it was like, she like went on this whole... Sp- not went on this whole speech, but basically like very clearly talks about how, you know, she's coming to this talk show, which is hosted by three black women. Um, And when I was watching it and, you know, she's giving this whole monologue, something that Jada said. Yeah. Was she was like, oh yeah. And you know, well, if we don't let her come on this show, like we're just continuing the cycle. Like we're looking like you know, she was basically kind of saying what you're saying, but then taking it a next step. So being like, as a black woman, like she constantly has to like, see people see her as a young black woman, but then automatically put her in this box. And she's like us not allowing her to come. We're just looking at it as like, Oh, a young white woman, we're putting her in this box and like, we're continuing the cycle. And I was like, well, no, actually that's not how that works because that is what racial privilege is, is that Because, you know, I think a lot of people, when they talk about racial privilege, they love to be like, well, black people or brown people or whatever can be racist too. It's like 100% they can be. They can hold racial bias. The difference is the impact that that has on society is just not the same because Mm -hmm. of racism, because of who holds that power in society. So right off the bat, I was like, yeah, like, yes, but also not really. Like, obviously, these three black women have privilege of their own of you know of whatever whether it's um like socioeconomic status because obviously they're all wealthy that's a privilege in and of itself a hundred percent but like it's really hard to be like oh I'm going to be exerting the same type of racism for lack of a better way to put it onto this white woman that white people have put onto me 
So right off the bat, I was like, I don't actually agree with what Jada was saying. I'm, I'm talking about these people like I'm not, I'm like my good friend Jada, <laughs> but whatever. Um, and I actually did really agree with what Adrian was saying or Gammy was saying. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, you're like, oh, at the end of it, they were able to humanize her. I think a big part of why they were able to humanize her is because she's black. And she went like the whole, like the, the, like on the like invisible narrative that was like spread or that was like strung together here was like, I'm just like you and her saying, I'm just like you to these black women. And it's like, well, no, you're not like, you're not just like these black women. And you, you can think that you are because, you know, like both their daughters are like the same age and like they both have parents that are that are rich and in the film industry and blah blah blah. and so I think the whole point was for them to do exactly that which was to humanize her because and like the racial factor it was because of that yeah does that make sense no 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 it does make sense um but no I I personally feel like Jada really let her off easy like she was like oh you're so young it's okay it happens I did notice that when she walked in there was like a complete shift in tone of Jada yeah and also I I I haven't watched the show enough to really expect or know what to expect I guess but I think I was kind of hoping for more from Willow yeah she was very quiet yeah like I don't I don't know yeah like I don't know what it was that I was expecting more of but to your point like she was very quiet and she was the questions that she was asking her were very much like um I guess emotional based but it was like how did you feel like what happened here you know it was more exploring those or was it Jada I think it was a mix of both like the only two questions that um I remember Willow asking were more like based on how she felt during it but not so much like intent yep which I would have wanted to know more about you know Mm -hmm. because I don't think that like I believe that she wasn't as aware Mm -hmm. I I, I don't think she was fully aware in what her parents were doing but I also don't think that she was necessarily aloof to what they were doing yeah totally um I think it's like something that she it's it is something that she talks about and she's like oh well you know like when it first happened like I had no idea that this was something that wasn't supposed to happen because everybody around me was doing it and so everybody around me is doing it I just think okay that's what everyone's supposed to do that's what I'm supposed to do that's what everybody does um and I'm like that's are you laughing because you're thinking (laughs) I love that where that guy is like this is who we is and this (laughs) is what we do (laughs) I don't know what the frick he says um that was her though she was like this is who we is and this is what we do like that was literally olivia jane um and i was like but that in like i i don't know i like really struggled with this because she's like you know she says that and she's like i just grew up in this environment where like that's what it was and so that's what people did and then she was like but you know like i'm not like and then later in the interview she's like i'm not like a bad person like if i i know right from wrong if i see wrong things happening like i obviously speak up speak up about them and i'm like well, obviously you don't speak up about them because this was happening to you and to your friends. And like, I'm sure you can objectively understand that paying your way to get anywhere is not, is not it. Like, that's not like an ethically sound move. But I do think though that like, 
I, I, I do think that you don't know what you don't know. And I do think that, yes, like you are part of a bubble in, depending on how you grow up, you know, and because she mm -hmm. comes from a background of extreme privilege, that's all she really knows. And I think Gammy said something along the lines of like, before I even get there, I like I, I do think that there is some responsibility that needs to be held accountable for from her parents mm -hmm. in terms of how they chose how they chose to raise their daughters and the type of values that they instilled in them. That oh, being no. said, she is supposed to be a social media guru. She's supposed to be an influencer. She's on her phone 24-7, assumingly because of this rule. She should have that type of exposure to what's happening outside of her bubble or she should have it like it, it goes back to like when we were talking about influencers the second that um everything with George Floyd was happening and everything blew up on social media everybody was hopping on the like no 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 like I'm not racist I promise here's my black square yep the responsibility now is on yourself in terms of like how you're gonna how you go outside of that unconscious bias or how you go outside of that um that like aloofness for lack of a better word yeah. and actually seek to find out what is going on or seek to find out like what's real versus what's what's just like unethical like you said like what is yeah like what, what is, is the real truly, world yeah what is truly happening outside of this yeah exactly yes thank you yeah I was like struggling to say it but it's like what is like going on outside of your bubble yeah. And I think, I think it's like exactly what you said. Like ignorance is not like, really, it's not like something that people can claim for like not knowing anymore. And I think that was another big problem that I had with her video was she was, or her interview was she was like, I had no idea. Like, I just didn't know. Like, and I think she said that too. She's like, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm like, you're trying to be like, I've understood my privilege, but literally saying like, you don't know what you don't know is reinforcing that. Yeah. It's like, you don't like, I, I just don't think like, I've said this for like before too, like for a few episodes, I feel like you just can't claim ignorance anymore. Like, and it's not on the onus of these three black women or any other racialized or marginalized community to like have to be like, no, 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 this is why what you're doing is wrong. And I think that like, it was a big ploy or like a big part of why she was like, this would be good. Like, look, I align myself with people who are marginalized and who have faced whatever social inequity and inequality, like they can understand me, like everyone can understand me. And that yeah. just like goes back to the point of like trying to humanize her. Yeah. And like that, that was all a PR ploy in and of itself. Yeah. I, I think that if you watch her in the interview, you'll notice that she says the same thing. Exactly. Just repeatedly. I was ashamed. I felt embarrassed. Yeah. I recognize my privilege now. And her interview in a nutshell were those three statements. Were, were literally those three sentences on loop. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I like as we're talking I'm thinking about how when it comes to like redemption tours they are always built on the backs of black women yeah as is like every other tour literally and figuratively yeah. like I think of 
I don't I think of like Oprah for example like yeah. she'll have like one-on-one conversations like well why did you do it you know and then that's their opportunity to be like I messed up I learned from my mistakes and I yeah moved. and and actually she brought and that was one thing that got mentioned in the interview yep. today it was like you know I made a mistake I and I, my family made a mistake and we moved on but it 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 is quite a big mistake and her family did just get a slap on the wrist like relatively to their wealth exactly and and you know she was like for the longest time I couldn't talk about it like all I I'm not asking for pity all I want is a chance to like say I'm sorry and I was like okay yeah fine I get that but that in and of itself is privilege because so many people from other marginalized racialized lower socioeconomic status People from those different communities don't get the opportunity to apologize for doing much, much, much less. And like, we can look at like, you know, we can obviously go back and look at the history of it, but the very, very like recent incidents that have happened with like, like George Floyd or Trayvon Martin or um, Christian Cooper. Yeah. Christian Cooper, who got the cops called on him for bird watching, um, And I mean, those are really big things that sort of have been happening over and over again throughout history, but, you know, are blasted into the social media sphere um, or blasted into the sphere of like people's consciousness because or through social media and is what has always shaped our political climate, but even more so now, I think, than ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And those people never get a chance to, to even explain themselves or to even anything um to to say sorry if they even did anything which most of the time they didn't and it's all suspicion based and and so I think even being like I'm asking for a chance to apologize is a little tone deaf because it's like you're asking for a chance to apologize and then you're looking for it from people who from a community who otherwise wouldn't get that chance who themselves wouldn't get that chance but now you're expecting it in general but especially from them you know what I mean Yeah, I think that was a really good point. And I just, I feel like in general, like she walks in and she's like, you know, like, she's like, oh my God, my heart is beating so fast, da, da, da. And I'm like, but at the end of all of this, like, like even me, like, frankly, I've moved on. Like, I'm like, yeah, TBH, I expected this to happen. It happened however many months ago, like whether it was last year. I'm like, yeah, honestly, I'm not surprised. And I moved on with my life. And that's, that's exactly the point. Like she's going to be completely okay. Like truly whether or not she even went on this interview, did this talk, um, or if she didn't, or, you know, no matter what branded endorsements she loses, um, or brand deals she loses, like she's going to be fine. And at the end of the day, the reason why this has, this is able to happen so often and over and over and over again is because as a society, those are like the social constructs that we have built built. And those are the things that we allow to continue to happen over and over again. And so she's going to get a slap on the wrist. Her mom and her dad obviously did her sister might, I don't really know who her sister is or what she's doing. Um, And then they're going to kind of be on their merry way. And everyone's going to be like, Oh, but like they made a mistake. They just wanted the best for their kids. And it's like when a black woman wants the best for her kids in terms of feeding her and she like, potentially steal something from a grocery store that's not what people think yeah that's life in prison that's life in prison if if she lives to to make it through life in prison 
I saw this tweet actually and very similar to what you were saying. It was like, um, Olivia Jade talks about like how her mom's spending two months in prison and gets a slap on the wrist for what they did. Yet somewhere there's a black woman rotting in prison for sending her child to the wrong district to get a better education. Exactly. No, then that's, that's literally like, like we can just end that conversation on that. Like, like that's literally it though. And I think like watching it, it's like, should, you know, I, I kind of have this internal thing with myself where I'm like, people should be allowed to grow from their mistakes. Obviously everybody makes mistakes and for better or for worse, you make them and then you learn from them and then you don't hopefully make it again. And she's like, I just want to come on this safe space to like talk about how I feel. And it's like the fact that you feel safe enough to talk about it is a privilege. Like that's a privilege in and of itself that you're like, I'm here and I'm so glad that I can talk about it on my terms in a place where I personally feel safe. Yeah. Thank you. Here's, here's my like three rehearsed lines. I'm ashamed. Like I've learned about my privilege now and I'm so sorry. Yeah. I think it's interesting that they weren't able to ask her any like hard hitting questions. Yeah. I also thought that. That they helped guide the conversation that she was like, I've come prepared for my speech. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I think. I do. I do agree. I do have a hard time to struggling with this idea of like, how can you give empathy and compassion? How can you forgive and move on, but also make sure that that person is like properly held accountable, you know, and, and, and that they actually do the work. And I think that's really like what it is at the end of the day. It's like, okay, well, she came on the show. She did the predictable thing. You know, she did, in a way, like the minimum so far of what she should be doing. Yeah. And now it's just up to what she does next. Is she actually yeah. going to use her platform like she says she wants to for good? You know, something that she could do, like not to not to like give any ideas, but like, yeah, is she going to start a fund and, and give scholarships with her money? You know, is she going to help? Specifically to people from marginalized communities. Is she going to make communities? Absolutely. Is she going to make education more accessible for underprivileged people? Like what is she going to start doing after this? And I think that's, what's going to speak louder in terms of her redemption tour. Um, yeah. More than more so than this conversation. Yeah. And I, I think like she does put a lot of emphasis on that. Cause I think that's, I mean, again, whoever did this PR crisis management, like <laughs> chef's kiss to you, but yeah, like she did, especially towards the end of it, like put a lot of emphasis on it which is why I'm like this is just like so rehearsed like it starts with you being like this was really bad and I've understood and then the middle is you being like I've understood and I'm still learning and then the end is like I'm learning and this is what I'm gonna do like it was literally so rehearsed it was like she was like writing an English essay like point one like this is my thesis point proof analysis point proof analysis conclusion (laughs) well I think because the problem well the problem too is that this I I, like I keep calling it a redemption tour or like a redemption arc but this interview comes at a an awkward time it comes at an awkward time because the scandal happened back last year back in 2019 and obviously so much has happened this year and so much has happened within the black community that um Gammy calls out that for her to come on the show and be like this is my mistake I'm learning this is my privilege it sounds very much like it sounds like your like textbook influencer apology. Exactly. 
Exactly. And yeah, so, but, but no influencer has come on a show like this. Like, that's where I think she differs than her influence of friends or counterparts, whatever the hell you want to call them, coworkers, colleagues. Like, I don't even know what the hell they would be, but whatever the, the people that share this, this digital space, I think the difference is that she, by going on this show, she's shown a sense of like vulnerability, whether it's true or not, versus just throwing up a picture or a video on YouTube being like, I've learned my mistakes and like dabbing yeah. dry tears off of their yeah. eyes. Literally. I, I, yeah, I think um, one thing that she said that I will give her credit for is she's like, if you had asked me this a year ago, like I wouldn't have understood why it was wrong. Yeah. I would have been like, what's, what's the problem here? Um, it's like Nadine at the cottage. What's the problem guys? <laughs> okay. Cause straight up they, Steph and Trini were bullying me. <laughs> no, we weren't. Cause I like to sleep in my own bed and I like to stay no. every layered up together, Nadine. before I go to sleep. They literally started yelling at me for God knows what reason. And then I was just minding my own damn business. We didn't know forced we were me, Forced me to sleep with them. And then all of a sudden I turn around. I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, what's the I issue? Did. We didn't realize we were straight up bullying you. <laughs> and then you turn around and you're like, guys, what's the issue here? Like, what's, what's the problem? problem? I will fix it. And and that's when we learned. I'm a, I'm a girl of Wait. solutions. Okay. You Wait, just tell I'm me the issue. I didn't understand <laughs> what I was saying. I'm sorry. Except your apology. Thank you. So Thank much. you. Thank you. I've learned. I've learned. Anyways. Um, I literally forgot what I was saying. We were talking about what's the problem. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so the help. It did help because that's that's like I, I give her like props or like kudos or whatever to being like, oh, had you like asked me like a year ago, I would have been like, what's the problem here? Like, I don't really yeah. get it. Um, And so like on that part, I'm like, it does take like courage to admit that. So yeah. fair. Um, And, you know, like I will say when because somebody asked her like, oh, you know, where were you when you found out about it or how did you find out about it or something? And she was like, I was out and for spring break and someone was like, have you spoken to your mom yet? And I was like, uh, no. And she was like, I'm just going to Google her name. Mm-hmm. And then everything came up and she's like, oh, well, it's just a matter of time until everybody around me knows that this is what's happening too. And it's about my mom. And it's like, I mean, she does say that everybody does it. So I'm sure that her friends too were like, I don't get it. Like, what's the big deal? But it obviously is like a very shameful thing to come out about you and your family. Um, I actually didn't know that like her mom was set to be released very soon, Mm -hmm. which like just puts a whole, a whole nother, but also like fortifies like the point that it puts a whole, it puts an additional spin on the already like do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it just, yes. it's just like, it's another like notch in the belt that is the PR stunt that this really was. I watched this uh, show and I can't remember if they mentioned it on the show, but I don't think they did because you just found out. But I looked it up and I saw that she was said to come out like around Christmas and it all clicked. It all literally, literally it all clicked. Just, and I yeah. was like, okay, she is like part one of what is set to be the family tour. Exactly. And, and like Lori Laughlin, whatever is going to come out and she's going to be like, 
I can't believe I put my family through this. I'm so sad, blah, blah, blah. I'm ashamed. I'm deeply devastated. And she's going to have the same three lines on repeat too, which is like, I'm so ashamed. And I didn't know I've learned from my privilege. I'm so sorry. This is what I'm going to do next. She will also, um, first of all, you and I should go into PR. We should go into crisis PR. We should go into crisis PR. Um, her, her narrative will be, you know, I love my kids. I will do exactly. I will do whatever it takes. And you know what too, because I was talking about this show with my sister and she was saying how like, Oh, did she use her parents as a scapegoat? And I said, interestingly enough, no, she already painted a narrative for her parents, which was Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. parents didn't go to school and they really wanted me to go to school almost too much. Yeah. She was like, they wanted me to go too badly. Yeah. And I was like, that is a privilege in and of itself that your white, your cis white straight parents did not go to school yet are as successful as they are. Yeah. Where, you know, where other communities have to work so hard to get wherever, but yes, keep going. But I think the thing too, which is probably why people feel like she's just scratching the surface of this privilege thing is because her privilege is so multi-layered and it was really focused on race. It's so intersectional. Yeah. Like it was really just focused on race. It was race specific in the episode, but it's to your point, it's, um, it's, it's racial, it's socioeconomic, it's socioeconomic, it's financial, it's like, there's like a class privilege, which kind of is like socioeconomic. So there's it's a lot, it's multi-layered, it's multifaceted, and it's very intersectional, like you said. And she sounds like she's just grasping the idea of what privilege means. And so there's, she's far from done in terms of like the work she has to do and like her awakening still like, you know, she's like, there's that needs to be done there. But I think, I think that's where I would have loved to get deeper the show to have gone deeper with. Yeah. And I think like two things, one, it was like a 30 minute, I don't even know what the hell Facebook watch was before today. What, what even is that? But like, just the fact that it was like so quick and so short, But yeah, like, I think they really missed an opportunity there because, like, I mean, I think Gammy, like, really quickly, like, tried to touch on it and, like, said her piece and whatever. But, like, I think Willow could have spoken up and been like, hey, I'm, like, your peer in, like, in that I'm in the same space as you. I'm approximately the same age as you. Um, I kind of understand the, like, societal background thing because we do come from very similar upbringings um in that sense only I was I was gonna say too sorry like no it's fine to your point um the the Smith fan like they do come from celebrity privilege yeah well yes exactly which is like class privilege or socioeconomic privilege yeah exactly and so they could have and I I think in a way that's maybe like because Jada was very almost like motherly with her. She was. She was. So I don't know if it was like, I've raised my children in the spotlight or like, we also come from like a celebrity background and this is tough. Like, I don't know if that was her perspective, but I felt like that was her tone. A hundred percent. And you know, she says something where she's like, I, 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 I'm assuming she was talking about Willow. I don't really know, but she was like my, like she was going through like a lot of mental health stuff and she started harming herself and everyone was like, Oh, your daughter's going to be fine. And she's like, that's because like, you know, we're wealthier, like her, what she was um, alluding to was because people were saying that to her because like, she's wealthy and whatever. And I'm like, 
that's definitely part of it. But the other part of it is that like it is shown systemically and systematically um, that when women and racialized women and trans um, and queer women um, speak about any medical issue that they're having, whether it's like something like mental health or whether it's something very literal, like a pain in their body, um, it's dismissed by doctors. Like doctors are very quick to be like, nope, you're fine. We're moving on and dismiss and be very dismissive of experiences that women have, which is why literally birth control is as open and free as it is, despite the like millions of side effects that it has that affect women. And like, I mean, women very broadly, whoever takes birth control um, as extensively as it does. So I was like, I was like, that's interesting that like you, it was interesting to me when Jada was talking because I'm like, she understands that she has this privilege because, you know, they're famous and they're rich and, and she understood that. But there were so many things where I was like, wait, but like, you're missing the mark that you like are a racialized person. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the things that you have experienced, yes, are mitigated or like have a new light on them because of like the class privilege that you experience, but is still very much racism. And I thought that that was interesting because I felt like Gammy, Adrian, like was more like in tune with that or a little bit more nuanced. Although at one point she was like, she did say something about how getting into college has nothing to do with like race or anything. And it was like her parents being so entitled that they were like, we need to get her a spot there. And I'm like, but it is a race thing. Like there's so many studies that have found that black kids when they go into school are like have higher rates of detention, have higher rates of suspension, don't do as well as their white student counterparts. Um, you know, when people see names on college applications um, and they're Muslim sounding names or they're not white Christian sounding names, don't like they have a lower acceptance rate. Um, there's a reason why like college education is still very much considered a privilege because it, it is exactly that. And so I found it interesting because they understood their privilege on some part. And then almost like, especially Jada kind of was like, no, but we don't deal. Like our first thing is like dealing with class privilege. It's not dealing with racism, which it's not one or the other. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it's also because um, like the topic of racism and the issue of racism is embedded in the history and the system of the United mm-hmm. States, but also globally. Yeah. So everything from like everything, the education, exactly. the educational industry to like, I don't even know. To the film the industry. industry. But the film industry, but everything has a racism problem. Yep. And so it's, you can't exclude race privilege from that yeah but I think it just goes back to that like multifaceted levels of of privilege that she has because she's white because she's exactly she's so wealthy because her mom is famous so and her and her dad is apparently a designer that neither of us have heard about we're all like who (laughs) question mark question mark but I think that I think I like I will I'll say that I think it comes to the power of PR because you can tell at one point she really won them over. And even when she came in, yeah. like the way that she came in and was like, I'm so nervous or like yeah. the, the way that she dressed, first of all, made a, a great first impression because they ended up talking about how great yes. she looked. Yeah. That Which finally was one of the very few things that Willow actually initiated the conversation. Yes. Yes. It. I think that 
softened their tone on her. Like I was almost it's like when Adrian was speaking before she walked in, she made some really hard hitting points. She made it very clear what her stance is. Obviously, like it, that may have shifted somewhat based on what Olivia was saying, but I did feel like she softened her tone so yeah. that it didn't become almost like directed at her, but more the system, which yeah. you can argue like she should have just gone directly to to the to yeah. Olivia. It, yes, and but I think maybe, and maybe I'm like stretch, like maybe I'm like giving her too much benefit of the doubt, or or maybe she did think about this. But then there's also the trope of like an, an angry black woman that I'm sure none of them wanted to come across as, and I'm sure that that's why. I'm not, I mean, I'm not sure because I obviously can't read their thoughts, but like, I wonder if that was something that they, that their PR team had to be like, okay, like you're going to be like villainized if you attack this white 20 year old and you're like, what the hell were you doing? And where is your like sense of like ownership or taking responsibility for your actions? Um, and like, you're going to get typecast and stereotyped as like the angry black woman. So this is how you need to go about it. Yeah. Do you think that like her, her as in Olivia's PR team set her up for that? Like that's like how she felt yeah. safe. Like there's no way they can take the tone any higher than like normal range because yeah. it will fire. It will just like backfire on them. I mean, I'm sure it was a consideration. Um, I don't know if people are like, in tune and cognizant enough to realize that they like put that trope on that they impose that trope on black women so I think had that happened they would like Olivia's PR team like had it happened that these that Olivia I mean sorry that Jada Willow and Adrian were like very combative or confront like very confrontative that's even a word of her or towards her like I think Olivia's team who are already doing like god's pr work like would have taken that and been like we're gonna spin this like they're just mad and it would have gotten spun to like and been dismissed as just being an angry black woman i don't know if they like if they were like we like it will get there and therefore you're safe does that make sense Mm -hmm. what are your final thoughts on olivia my thoughts are your PR team needs a raise and a good bonus this year. That's literally my thoughts. 